Hello, I'm Jacob Earl, and this is Constantly Moving Forward. My favorite kind of internet content is low-impact, goofy nonsense that still has some kind of academic basis to it. Something like a Brooklyn Nine-Nine, where it is about cops in New York, but it's also about friends and relationships, but in a, in a very low-impact way, where uh, it's like Gilligan's Island, right? Like, the professor's never gonna die. Gilligan might fall into a big pit, but you know, a gorilla's not gonna eat him. You know, you might... Um, you know, there's those those opportunity for those those high moments. You know, a uh, a World War Two airman who doesn't know the war is over crash lands, and you might be able to steal his plane if you can fix it. But we all know that you're never getting off this island. I I can't really make stuff like that. It seems like every time I try and talk about something, I end up bummed, and it just. It just kills me. Like every single time I try and make something, it ends up a bummer. I don't know what is uh, going on in here, but it's uh, it's a little bit too much of a bummer for me, you know, inside the old brain cabinet. Um, speaking of cabinets, we're broadcasting this week from our beautiful new, uh, newly. Uh, built studio which is in fact a uh, walk-in closet I now have I have a tiny room and just exceptionally small like very small bedroom with a walk-in closet and a bathroom whoever built this house uh you know I don't think they knew how to build a house you know uh because I don't need a walk-in closet I have five shirts I mean I have a bunch of coats and I've hung them all up but I I, I don't need all of this room so what I've done is I've I, I brought my recording equipment in here because there's no fans or clocks uh, and all the clothes kind of dampen the sound a little bit um, uh, you know it's a little bit nicer hopefully uh, I also got a new microphone from my dad or except it's really an exceptionally old microphone it's some kind of audio technical thing Yeah, so we'll see if that's uh, any better. The thing is that I don't want it to be in stereo, right? Because we're not doing a ASMR podcast. We're doing a mono podcast. Um, yeah. So what's been going on in my life, huh? What's been going on with old Jacob David Earl? I changed my name online. Um you know, in an effort to be more findable. I went from Save the Croissants to Jacob David Earl, uh, which is a great name. If it, if it is, in fact, three first names, which is um, a little bit terrible. I had a girl tell me once that you can't trust boys who have three first names. She said it right to me, uh, but this, she didn't know who I was, right? She'd never met me before. She was like a friend of a friend, you know? And I was like, oh, that's good to know. But uh, anyway, changed my name online. I've been Save the Croissants since 2008. 
when I um, created that website to host a joke that I told. Um, it wasn't a very good joke, uh, and you can go and find it if you want. Uh, it's not too hard to find. It's at the about page of my website at jacobdavidearl.com. Uh, every time, I'm going to have to get some new cards made up, uh, but every time someone tries to find me now, it's like they're yelling for me off the back porch. Uh, Jacob David Earl. A good name. I think it's a good name. It does have my dad's name in it, and that's something, but uh, I think that it's three very easy to spell names. There's no secret hidden letters. There's no alternate spellings. It's just like the anglicized uh, uh, it's like two anglicized Old Testament names and a uh, defunct feudal lord. So, uh, you know, there aren't any earls anymore. I found that out. Uh, they all got supplanted by the position of lord, because earls and lords are two different things, I guess. Um, but I think I have a very good name. I've been kind of thinking about names lately because I've been changing all my stuff. I'm now at Jacob David Earl on Twitter and at Jacob David Earl on Instagram. And uh, JacobDavidEarl.com now says Jacob David Earl on top of it. And I think if I get some cards made up, it'll be really easy because the thing, the problem with Save the Croissants is that it is a joke that a 12-year-old made up about uh, making fun of charities right? I can't believe I stuck with this for 10 years. Charities are great. I just want to be on the record for that. Charities are great, right? Do a lot of good work except for uh, the one that is mean to art autistic people and claims to help them and the one where they claim to help you not have breast cancer anymore and instead just basically pocket all of the money. Those two are not good ones, but most of them are very good. Um, I don't know why I thought it would be funny to create a false charity, but that's the sort of thing that 12-year-old Jacob David Earl just cracked up on. <laughs> um, it wasn't even a very funny joke, you know? It was like, save the croissants, you know? It was like, uh, croissants are an endangered animal that you need to save. At the time, they were running this horrible ad. They still run it sometimes. I just don't watch as much TV about um, saving animals. But the thing is, it's a great idea. It's a great idea to save animals. But the ad has just the saddest animals in the uh, entire world who are just like really messed up looking and they're in cages and they're just sad and you look at them and you're like that's just incredibly uh, sad I'm gonna change the channel I'm not gonna send them ten dollars because I can't stand to look at this commercial for long enough to find out what their email address is did we have email at the time when I was 12 I actually have had a Google account since before it was legal so uh, because uh, you're supposed to be 13 when you sign up, but, um, yeah, let's see, so I did have an email account at the time, when I was a kid, I had an email account, and all I did with it was I emailed my friend Seth, who was the only other person I knew who could use a computer, um, because I had some friends who just, like, 
weren't allowed on the computer, like all of them, except for my friend Seth. So I would send him emails all the time with like jokes and stuff and websites I thought were interesting. Basically how I use Facebook Messenger now or, or a Twitter DM. I'm really sorry if you're one of my friends because I'm just going to send you links all the time, basically with no context. Um, and I'm not going to stop because that's not how I Roll save the croissants dot com. See, uh, what happened was I had to send, I had to hand my card to someone. I met someone on the street and I said, they said, who are you? And I, I said, I'm Jacob Earl. Uh, I'm a freelance video editor and producer. And I uh, sort of, I hadn't done a podcast at that point. So it's in the past. And I, uh, they, they said, oh, cool. Do you have a card? And I pulled out my card and I handed it to them. And they said, save the croissants. What's that? And, you know, if you go up to someone on the street and you have to explain a joke to them just so that they'll know what your uh, email address is, is that's no good that's no good like that's not good branding that's not fun does not make a good joke to embarrass yourself in the future when you have to talk to somebody um you know i think those are the sort of jokes that i really love the ones where i'm just like playing a prank on myself in the future not on other people you know i love things that are planned and take time and whatever but like um those are really fun to watch and i never do pranks but i do play pranks on myself in the future um like getting into records right? I love records, real fun, hard to listen to, extremely difficult to transport. And when you do get into your new house and you unpack them, you have to sort them all individually and by hand so that you know where all of your music is. Speaking of music, uh, we're going to hear from this week's sponsor right now because we do have a sponsor. I'm going to be right back. This week's show is brought to you by my new album. That's right. I, Jacob Earl, have a new album out, and it's called Curse This Unusual World. It's 15 songs of beepy music that uh, I've used in my videos and um, things like that. Um, you can listen to it on Spotify. It's called Curse This Unusual World. Uh, you can listen to it on Spotify for free or on my website for free. Um, you can also buy it from my website or, or iTunes. And if you purchase the album, you can use the songs in your YouTube videos if you want. I got into music because I had a hard time finding music that I liked that I could use in my videos. Um, and so I just made music that I like so that I could use it in my videos. And uh, now you can too. Uh, you can also use anxious robots in your in your videos if you want which is something like 30 songs or something like it's really long. It's an hour worth of beepy music. It's pretty cool. Um, all right. Curse this unusual world out now on Spotify and at jacobdavidearl.com. And bye. The metric system, helping you measure things and hang up shelves and posters in an orderly 
manageable way since uh, whenever they invented it. The metric system. It's base 10. It's not that complicated. You know, I just did all those ads live. I actually don't remember what I was talking about. Usually I continue talking. Um, and, and then I, I just keep, then I continue to, usually I just do those ads afterwards and I cut them in, but I have just totally forgotten what I was saying. Um, anyway, what was I talking about? Save the croissants is dead. Long live, save the croissants. The nature of names. Names are super strange to me. Um, I, I don't know how you can look at a child and name it Greg, you know, or Gregory, or um, Arthur, you know, because when you look at a baby, it looks like a baby, you know, and, and you want to name it uh, uh, Dinklebottom, or a uh, Flippity Gibbet, or a uh, uh, Bink Bonk, or something, like something cutesy, you know, because you look at a baby and you want to give it a fitting name, but you have to somehow intuit the man that it will become and and choose a name from the list of thousands of names that um, will somehow both shape and respond to uh, this uh, child's life growing up. Um, I think Jacob is a great one. I'm not really a Jacob so much. I'm really more of a Jake. Uh, if you look at me, you're like, yeah, that guy's kind of a a cavalier jerk. He's a he's a Jake for sure. Um, but I like Jacob because it's very um, adult sounding in particular. But like, who looks at a baby and says Jacob? You know, are you are you reading the name of baby list and you're like holder of the heel? That sounds like a good uh, choice for my son. I think he's gonna just hold a lot of heels when he's growing up. Oh, he betrayed his brother in a in a coup. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds like something I want to do. Jake, you know. <laughs> oh, he's going to, uh, you know, maybe he'll maybe he'll be a, a car mechanic or open up a line of lavanderias. You know, maybe, you know, Jake's mechanic place or Jake's um, clothes washing thing. Coin-op laundry. Because um, yeah, those are the two places I saw my name growing up. I never saw anybody named Jake basically my entire life. I saw two Jakes um, from the time that I was a baby who can recognize things to an adult-shaped young man who went to college, right? Um, when I was uh, extremely small, my mom's friend's son, who was much older than me, was named Jake. And he was kind of strange. Uh, he's so weird guy. I didn't really talk to him very much. He let me play uh, Banjo-Kazooie once, and I, I that really impressed itself on me. Also, the fact that all of his Legos, a thing that was a cornerstone of my young, let's say, personality, quote-unquote, um, or personal identity, is, I think, best. This is a cornerstone of my young personal identity. He, he had taken all of his Legos from throughout his childhood, all these extremely rare pieces from sets that they don't make anymore. Like, he had, like, 
um, a dolphin, right? I remember very clearly that I, I really wanted a dolphin because these people who were making Lego set, um, they were AFOLs or AFOLs, like adult fans of Lego doing these complicated things. And um, they had things like dolphins and, and all this other stuff that were from sets from even six or seven years um, before when I was in this experience, but I couldn't get to any of it, you know? Um, I wasn't gonna buy individual bricks online, but he just had stuff like like this, like like these um, particular base plates that were just super rare and, and they were just in a closet, right? Like they were just in his closet because he didn't play with Legos anymore. And I thought that was the strangest thing that I had ever seen in my life and he was a jake and then uh one day i was returning a vhs cassette okay to a blockbuster drop-off okay this is a very old story but the thing was is that we didn't have a blockbuster and so what we would do is my mom would drive me to this uh gas station this particular gas station on the edge of town and i would feed a vhs into this little um, like metal slot and it scared me a lot and I have a lot of memories of this damn slot um, because I always thought that it would cut my fingers off like it was so heavy and big and you had to pull it down very much like a book return um, slot at a public library but uh, m m more squeaky because it was Alaska and um, one of the young men who worked in that um, building um, that we were going to get um, VHS uh, ta tapes, VHS cassettes from. He worked behind the counter at the Blockbuster and uh, he, his name was Jacob and I'd never met a Jacob before, which was my name, right? And and I looked at him and, and I, I, I said, hey, hey, that's my name too. You know, I'm about you know four and a half feet tall or whatever. And he says, oh, that's cool. And I said, yeah, but I'm, I'm a Jake. You know, I don't think I'd ever go by a Jacob. And he just looked at me real sage. And, and he said, uh, he said, well, that might change. You never know. And I thought he was so full of baloney. But uh, here I am buying the domain Jacob David Earl so that I can have my full uh, legal name as my brand. You know, about um, six years ago or something, like YouTube got into this whole, couldn't have been six years ago, could have? 2012. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, holy, 2012 was six years ago. Anyway, about six years ago, um, YouTube had this whole like rebranding thing where it wanted people to use their real names as opposed to their uh, made up. Uh, things you know because every 12 year old does something like this he goes uh you know uh jacob Earl film productions or, or whatever because when you're a child you have to create this false sense of professionalism and because you may have some level of skill or aptitude for what you're trying to do but if you don't have um but you think that your own name maybe isn't enough you don't want to betray that you're just a single person who who is a child doing these things you want to give an illusion of mystery of uh, of maybe a team of people you know working together to create these jokes short stories uh short videos film tests and stuff um you want to give sort of 
an illusion of professionalism and uh, a larger team working on these things so that maybe people will be more impressed. And here's the thing about that is that that's baloney. Nobody cares. Um, people care if you're uh, 12 or whatever, but they don't really care if it's just you or if it's a team of people. And people are actually often more uh, impressed if it's just you, right? Um, but when you're 12, 13, you don't, you don't know this. And so when you're making films with, uh, you know, yourself or, or your friends at the end, you put, you, you say an early bird industries production or whatever. Um, that's another URL you can go to if you want earlybirdindustries.com. Um, but, uh, you know, you say it's an early bird production or whatever. Um, my, or a late moon records. That was a, that was a false record label I created that was just, just me I love naming stuff but I'm really bad at it um what was I saying what was I saying what was I saying branding six years ago YouTube anyway YouTube had this whole plan right where it was trying to uh um uh, hate this word incentivize but let's let's uh you know let's run it through a Zinsner filter push uh, encourage encourage it was trying to encourage youtube creators to create under their own names you know take these sort of false labels away and uh inhabit the online space in a more much more honest way maybe maybe get down uh you know take down some of these uh spam accounts and there were a lot of hoops you had to jump through to create um a a brand page in quotes um, by default it just changed everything to your name so if you wanted it to remain how it was or um, change it or something you had to create a quote-unquote brand page and it's all integrated with the Google Plus probably the world's worst uh, social network on the entire planet and uh, so you have to like create a new Google Plus page and link it with your YouTube account it's a huge hassle and I did that because I didn't want to be Jacob Earl. I didn't want to be Jacob Earl. I wanted to be Save the Croissants. A joke I made up when I was 12 to make fun of charities, right? Like I, I, it, what the heck was I thinking? <sighs> and so I've been going through and I've been undoing these, uh, undoing these, puzzles that I've set for myself, changing all of my names back from Save the Croissants to, to Jacob David Earl and creating uh, URL mapping schemes and whatever. And it's been kind of a hassle, but I did uh, just create a whole new album. That's kind of fun. If I heard about it in the sponsor segment. Uh, I've also been doing some freelance work. So if you want, you know, just, if you want a video edited or, or whatever, we can talk about it. Reasonable rates for high quality work. That's my motto. Uh, JacobDavidEarl.com. There's a big contact thing or, or JacobDavidEarl at gmail.com. Um, I think that that's the end of it. Uh, I think that that's the end of this week's episode. Might be a little short. It's hard to tell. Um, I've been uh, talking a lot better I think this time um I think that you know it's episode nine I said I was only going to do 10 of these uh I'm considering doing like a season two or or something but that's not in the books right now um there was the little bit of housekeeping right here at the end um the reason there was such a long hiatus between eight and nine is that I was moving house 
and uh, you know building this this beautiful state-of-the-art studio here in uh, suburban Florence Arizona uh, just hanging my coats exactly right to keep the echo down in this tiny 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 room um, as well as I'm putting up shelves and and whatever um, by the time you hear this I am gonna be traveling I'm gonna be in LA I think so if uh, you know check me out on Twitter at Jacob David Earl and uh, find out where I am um, I'm not like doing shows or anything I'm just walking around on the street but that is my art uh, it's just existing places because I'm uh, enough I'm, I'm a beautiful work of art by myself yeah that's the end of episode number nine. Constantly Moving Forward is a production of JacobDavidEarl.com and is produced by me, Jacob Earl. Check us out on Twitter, uh, at JacobDavidEarl, or support the show directly through Patreon at PayJacobEarl.com. I love you. I'm proud of you. I'm going to talk to you next week.